What's up, everybody, and welcome to That's Fair with Josh and Marcus. I am your host, Josh McMullen, the Bebop Man himself, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the one and only Marcus Davis. What's going on? What is happening, man? What's uh, happening? You know, the the usual, the usual, just a whole bunch of nothing. It's a lot of de- decisiveness we've seen all over the week. Facebook could be a, something else. Yeah, it can. Uh, what was I going to ask you? Oh, uh, I was going to ask you. This is dumb as shit, but um, uh, is a hot talk a sandwich? Hot talk? A hot dog? Oh, um, this is something we were talking about earlier because I was grilling. So, I... it's not right. The definition for a sandwich is two pieces of bread. And then the filling, whatever the filling may be. So, like, you could fill basically any fucking thing and it's a sandwich. So, a hamburger's a sandwich. Like, a sandwich is a sandwich. A grilled cheese is a sandwich. But a hot dog isn't, right? You know, what, what's, the, what's a hoagie? A sub? Is a hot dog a sub? Yeah, Caleb brought that point up. I don't know. Because, well, and... Just think about it. I don't. It, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the same concept. Only thing is, it's just one long thing yeah. of meat and yeah. optional, you know, accessories. That's true. That is true. I didn't. But even still, I don't like that either. Yeah, it, I don't like a that. A hot dog is not a sandwich to me. Like it's not a sandwich. It's not a sub. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a hot dog because it came out before everything else other than yeah, maybe that's true. I, maybe Acor- according to the uh, <laughs> I, I looked it up according to the let me see the actual name because the name is fucking ridiculous um, are you going to load or not uh, it doesn't matter but there was this long ridiculous name for like this committee that's like the committee on hot dogs, basically. And they were like, yeah, it's not a sandwich. It's a hot dog. I'm like, okay, fair enough. It's its own thing. I think we get caught up in, uh, we get caught up in trying to, you know, put things in categories. But like I said, hell, hot dog has been out for over, what, 300 years? Yeah, something like Definitely that. Definitely like over for 300 years. That and hamburgers time. from, because it came from, uh, uh, Germany, and I don't even think that this, the hamburger was something that I don't even think they category categorize it like that. Yeah, no, huh. yeah. no. Interesting. Oh, uh, here it is. It's the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. That's the name of it. No, it's not. Of course, they're going to say it's not a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. They have their own council. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, anyway, man. What, so, what you been? What you been watching? What did I watch? I have watched. Um, Oh, I've seen Widows, the movie Widows. Uh, the uh, Steve McQueen Steve movie? Steve McQueen one, yeah. Yeah, how was it? It, it wasn't bad. Okay. It wasn't bad. I, I, can't, I can't say anything. Yeah. Because if I say something, then, you know, people, if you're smart, you kind of catch on when you see it. But I didn't know this. It was based on an 83 miniseries. Or no, 83 series from England. Oh, I didn't know that either. So, mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was based on a book. I may be wrong, but it was definitely based on an 83 series. And, uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I gave it an 8. Okay. I thought yeah. I was. Fair I, I thought it could have been. Don't you know when they add certain scenes that are just 
unnecessary. Oh yeah, for sure. It was like that like, shit should have been cut out. Yeah. yeah. Or that should have been done different. You know, yeah. why would you do that? But in general, it wasn't bad. It yeah. wasn't bad. I feel you. Oh, and I seen Brightburn. Oh, is that good? Yeah. Yeah, I really want to see it. It mm. looks awesome. It. Um, I give it a. What did I give it? I think I gave it a, a seven point seven five. Okay. I thought it was. I thought it was good, but it has some things that didn't make sense to me that bothered me enough to have people not like no people in the town. But if I were them, I would have thought certain things. Yeah. But in general, it was it was cool. It was okay. cool. Feel yeah. I have not watched almost anything. I've been. I don't know what I've been doing, man. I've been doing a lot of work. So you've been doing a lot of work. A lot of work. Um, I've been. I'm still on that critical role, so that's something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, the next thing that's on my list to watch is probably. Uh, I want to get to that um, that Netflix uh, movie with Zac Efron about oh, uh, Ted, Ted Bundy. Bundy. Yeah, that shit looks cool, man. I watched the trailer uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? I don't know, but it looks cool. I wanted to see it, and I. I'm kind of over Ted Bundy because I, I remember yeah. Ted Bundy from back in the day. Mark Harmon did the movie. He was Ted Bundy in a TV movie for NBC back in like 91, 92. Who's Mark Harmon? The dude from, um, he's the main guy from NCIS. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. Because he used to be on L.A. Law. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. that's when, you know, he got his, mm-hmm. hey, let's put him on. Was L.A. Law? Well, that sounds right. I could be wrong, but... I know Harry, Harry Hamlin was on. I'm hoping I might get them mixed up. Anyway, um, so when I heard about the movie, about Matixically yeah, Vicious, whatever. Yeah, whatever the hell it's fucking called. Um, I really, uh, I wanted to see it. I didn't want to see it. But then when they got pulled from theaters, I kind of got... Mm, yeah. Felt some type of way. But it doesn't mean Netflix does bad movies. What you call it was that Netflix? Um, Oscar-nominated movie for Mexico. Oh, um... Oh my god. It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The uh the one from Alejandro. Uh yeah, uh the the dude who did Gravity. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is the name of that movie? Dude, um, Amor? No, that's not right. Amor was an Oscar nominated yeah. Oscar nominated movie, right? That was like 10 years ago. Yeah. What was the name of that damn movie? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, and I'm also a big fucking liar. I've watched um, most of Glow. Glow. Uh, the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Oh, oh, I heard that was good. With uh, Allison Brie. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good, man. Like, I'm three episodes, I think, from having it, like, being caught up. And I, I really, really like it a lot. It's super good. I'm also, like, a huge fan of the fucking 80s, so... Like, I love everything from the 80s. Yeah, and so talking about that, I had to get this right because it was really going to bother me. He wasn't on L.A. Law. Mark Harmon was on St. Elsewhere. St. Elsewhere, okay. Yeah. And, um... St. Elsewhere was the hospital show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about that theory? Uh, uh what theory? Oh, uh, yeah, the St. Elsewhere. It's all, like, the... It's all in the kid's imagination or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And how some others, everything is into that. Yeah. All uh, who, shows. What all did that uh, involve? Like Hill Street Blues? Was that one of them? I want to say because that was a botch, Bacho show, Stephen Bacho show. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of ones. It was yeah. a, lot of, a lot of shows. 
Mm. Weird. Weird, weird stuff. But all right, man. Uh, so. All right. Well, one more thing. One okay, more thing. Cool. One more thing. Um, no, just not the dude from Gravity. Oh, is it not? Mm-mm. Is it the... Oh, yes, it is. I'm sorry. Okay. His name is Alfonso... Alfonso Coron. Roma. Yeah, Roma. That's what it is. That was going to bug the fuck out of me. Anyway. <laughs> so. All right. Anyway. Uh, why don't we go ahead and jump into the news? Let's go. Cool. All right. So, number one. Video game to film adaptations could be getting decidedly better if gaming juggernaut PlayStation has anything to say about it. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Sony Interactive Entertainment, the branch of Sony dedicated to video games, has launched PlayStation Productions, a new production studio dedicated to the medium of film. The enterprise is being spearheaded by, and I hope that I don't butcher this, uh, Asad Kizilbash, and overseen by Sean Layden. In a statement to the publication, uh, to The Hollywood Reporter, that's what it was, okay, Uh, Layden said... Quote, we've, been got, we've got 25 years of game development experience, and that's created 25 years of great games, franchises, and stories. We feel that now is a good time to look at other media opportunities across streaming or film or television to give our world's life in another spectrum. End quote. The report says that the properties will fluctuate between television and film, and the studio is already in production on its first slate of projects. So, I saw the the first project that they have uh, in the works is a television series dedicated to Twisted Metal. Okay. So, that's the first one that they have, like, straight up announced. Um, I haven't seen anything else, but that's kind of crazy. So, so why do you think they're doing this? Honestly, uh, I think... I think that this is one of those... They're getting too big for their britches type of situations. It's the same thing that I think Microsoft tried when the Xbox One launched. They saw that they had crazy success with the PS3, or not the PS3, I'm sorry, the Xbox 360, and they were like, all right, cool, we can do this. How about we do a Halo TV show with Steven Spielberg? How about we do, like, all this weird shit with, like, uh, you know, offering stuff through the Connect and, you know, cable television streaming into your Xbox, blah, blah, blah. And that was Xbox, but, like, PlayStation is... The the PS4 is going to become the second highest selling console of all time by the end of the summer. It's going to have beat out the PlayStation 1, the PS3. Um, it's going to have beat out the 360. Like, I mean, it's the only... I think the only two that it hasn't beat out is... It won't be the, Nintendo. The the Wii and the PS2. Yeah, because yeah. well, the Wii is like by far the highest selling one, right? No, I think PS2 is more than the Wii. I think so. Hmm. Maybe yeah. they have more games in the top ten. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But um, I, I've been saying this since the uh, since the PS4 Pro reveal that. Sony has gotten a little bit arrogant, and I don't think that they're taking their competition seriously. And I feel like they're doing all of the stuff that they said that they wouldn't do when the PS4 was, like, being announced and worked on. And I feel like this is another... um, 
how do I want to say it, another example of that. I don't know. Uh, I mean, so Ratchet and Clank is is a movie that they. Uh, I don't know if they actually had any like participation in it, but that's one of their properties that has um, been made into a movie, and it wasn't particularly well received, and it didn't make a whole lot of money. I mean, it made a decent amount, but you know, whatever. So, I I just want to know why. Does that make sense? So what I think is this. So let you know, you were correct. PS2 is the biggest selling, 155. Number two, at 154 million, is DS. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But then number three is Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. Then number four is PlayStation, number five is Wii, number six is PlayStation oh, shit. 4. The Wii didn't beat the PS1? No, because don't forget, it has it by 12 years. But even still, this is still impressive. Even even with it having about twelve years, it's only a million off. Yeah, that's like, crazy. But the PS4 only has ninety-seven million. So, um, but they still are crushing everything that Microsoft has made. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's this. This this is why I think they're doing this. So, what's the two biggest things going on right now in in entertainment? Uh, I mean. Like right now, like as of as of last week, what was the two biggest things in entertainment going on? Probably Marvel and and oh the MCU and Game of Thrones. Exactly. Yeah. And so you have longevity with um, both of these things. Game of Thrones was written in '96. The show came yeah. out ten years ago. So we have been watching the show for ten years. People have been reading this and been anticipating this for you no know, twenty two years. Yeah. Twenty three yeah. years. MCU is taking comics that have been 50 years old, 60 years old. And so, at this point, hell, in some cases, 80 years old. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, but at this point, they see that they have a plethora of things to go off of and make money off of. PlayStation thinks the same way. We have games. It's not like at Microsoft where we came out in a one Halo came out in 03 mm, or so. 04, I think. But, yeah, around around that time. So that happened. No, I'm, it definitely had to be in 03 because 04, or let's see, the 360 launched in 05, and Halo 2 was still a Xbox One game, or, or an original Xbox game, I should say. So, yeah, you're probably right. But, so, but they have 25 years worth of, of properties. Versus, yeah. like, you know, us coming out, people still don't really know who we are. People liking the game. Mm-hmm. And then 10 years later, you know, we're talking about let's make a movie out of this game that is the only thing that we really have. So, if, you know, it's like a sink or, uh, um, sink or swim kind of thing. PlayStation has so many titles. Yeah. That, and they don't even have to. If they wanted to, they could put things together mm-hmm. as far as, you know, have a P- PCU. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. but if not, they could just ha- have you know this is no Sony, PlayStation. Yeah. You know, market you no know, done by. Yeah, and they have their own film branch that can distribute their movies basically for free. So, so I mean, yeah. So you don't have to yeah. connect anything. You could just say, you "Remember this game? Here's a movie," and then you can make your sequels off of that. And you can be they don't have to be intertwined because you know a lot of people have a problem with things intertwining like the MCU mm-hmm. and the DCU. So. Um, you know, you can still make it from there. You can make your what's a, what's a PS game, a PlayStation game, 
Um, Crash Bandicoot. You make your Crash Bandicoot one, two, and three. Yeah. You know, um, and then you can also go off the sequels of the game. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. if you really want to do that, you know, a lot of people don't like word, you know, verbatim movie style. But in that case, it would be interesting to see how you play Final Fantasy. It's another one. Yeah. You know, well, not technically that was yeah. from NES, but seven was the one that started with PlayStation. Um, yeah, on PlayStation, yeah. And so, you know, you, even though they started a movie with that, I think the problem they did with the Phantom, what was the Phantom? The Spirits of Way? Spirits uh, Inside? Spirits, spirits Within. Within. Yeah. Um, is that people were familiar with that. And yeah. it wasn't like a game mm-hmm. that you're playing. This is a movie you have to watch. And if they had done, you know, had done Final Fantasy VII as a movie, you know how awesome, you know how much we would have appreciated that? Oh, yeah. You know. At the time, yeah, for sure. So um, I think they're just trying to go from what they can see, the the the, the main things of entertainment it is. Because mm-hmm. think about it, we invested so much time in both of those things. Tw- 20 years, basically, if you put both of them together. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about it that way. But it, I think I also didn't think of it that way because of the fact that, like, there haven't been a whole lot of, like, legitimately good video game adaptations. And they have not been. So, But I think if... The, also, there have not been a lot of them that have been produced by the studio. Yeah. You know, that's it's, fair. it's generally been, you know, like with Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was just licensing out the title right. and somebody you know, else taking it here. What was the worst one? Uh, Street Fighter. Yeah. Oh, God, Street Fighter's awful. Oh, that movie. Uh, okay. Number two. In other video game adaptation news, the much-loved RPG Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is getting its own big screen treatment. The news comes by way of BuzzFeed News, where anonymous sources revealed that, and again, I hope I don't butcher <laughs> this, Lyta Caligridis is job. writing the script. Caligridis is best known for pinning the film's Avatar and Shutter Island, and at this time, no plans have been set in stone. Disney's reevaluation of the series following the less than stellar box office for Solo has been the studio has seen the studio move to a more protracted release schedule. However, the KOTOR IP has long been asked for by fans. During Star Wars Star Wars Celebration last year, Kathleen Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilm, was asked about Knights of the Old Republic adaptation and gave an acknowledgement that something was in the works but no concrete details were revealed. The Knights of the Old Republic was first released in 2003 and had a direct sequel in 2004. Did you play those games? Hell yeah, I played those games. I love those games. Those games are fucking great. Um, One, I got stuck at the end. I cannot beat the end. Two, I I did great on. Um, Once again, we talk about making direct adaptations. Mm -hmm. I think this would be a situation where if you do a direct adaptation, that should be awesome because you can go multiple ways. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, you have something to go back on because you already know there's a history. Yeah. Or you can continue because we've been awaiting three for forever. Yeah, forever. So um, now the problem with uh, Caligridis is that so so the island shit was awesome. Yeah, yeah. But you're going off a book. Yeah. Avatar shit was fucking. I hate that movie. <laughs> I hate that movie. I hate that movie. And but people love it. Yeah. But the story was the story really great? No. So I think that it was visually stunning, but and that's why people cared about it. But the story was meh at best. So 
I haven't read Shutter Island, so I don't know how the book is. And I've read about the book, and I can't remember exactly if it was, mm-hmm. you know, basically the same. But that was a damn good movie. Yeah, and I like did, that movie. You had Scorsese, you know, directing. You had Leonardo in it. You had, hell, you had Ruffalo. You had a, that was a damn good movie. Um, if you're given something, you're going to try to do your best to, mm-hmm. you know, do well with it. And I think it's what he did with Avatar. So I'm hoping for the best, and I'm hoping that they go one of those two routes with the movie. Either go with the direct adaptation of the two, where you can make it into three, yeah. you know, or make what happened before. Or what happens after, yeah. since we don't have a three. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd definitely be on board for that. Dude, I still haven't seen Solo. You want to watch <laughs> Solo tonight? All right. It's fine. I, I didn't hate it. Uh, like, I don't like that guy. I don't know who, like, what he was in before. He was in the Mortal Instruments, I think. Oh, okay. I don't It was all right. Care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what you call it, dude? How did Donald Glover do? In Solo. Oh, oh, he was he was probably the best part. Which is why I still think they should have done a fucking Lando movie instead of a solo movie. Like I don't one of the reasons that I hated like the fact that they were doing that is because it's a character that we like we don't need his story at all. Right. We, we know who he is. We know that like he's a smuggler. We know that he was working for Jabba. We know that he kind of like for more or less does his own fucking thing. We didn't need his origin story at all. Like that—that's just not fucking important to who his character is in, those, in that original trilogy. But Lando, we know almost nothing about. We know the fact that he was, you know, at one point was friends with Han or whatever, and Han kind of fucked him over. But that's it. And like, you know, and you know what else we know? He's going to be in, in the Last Jedi. Oh yeah. And yeah. so during the Lando- Rise of Skywalker. Right. This last one. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah no, oh, whatever. The, this whatever the, 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 the last new one. one. Yeah. The last Star Wars. <laughs> so, and that would have been a nice, you no know, yeah. segue. Yeah, I agree. Or I mean, you could do I, another one that they. I mean, I think they're doing the show on Disney Plus, The Mandalorian. They were talking about doing a Boba Fett movie. I don't. I don't care. Like Boba Fett is fine the way he is. I don't need to know anything about him. And. and if you really look, uh, think about it, he's a very obscure character. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he's in two movies for probably a total of what fifteen minutes of Maybe. screen time. Does he? In his his actual talk time is what? Like three lines. Uh, like <laughs> like so. Anyway, whatever. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Indeed. Kind of over with this damn Star Wars shit. Same. Except for this game. It just yeah, comes out yeah. anyway. Number three. Christopher Nolan has assembled a star-studded cast led by John David Washington for his new film, Tenet, and filming is already underway. Warning Brothers announced on Tuesday, it is written and directed by Nolan. Tenet is described as an action epic evolving from the world of international espionage and also stars Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Debicki, Michael Caine, Kenneth Branagh, Bollywood star Dimple Kapadia, and Aaron Taylor-Johnson. It will be filmed across seven countries and, as per Nolan's cinematic preferences, will be shot using IMAX and 70mm film. I'm fucking stoked for this. Dude. Like, I don't even know what it's about, but I'm stoked. Like, Nolan, to me, is the premier filmmaker currently working. Like, let's, let's take, like, people like 
No, let's Scorsese no, and Spielberg. Let's keep out of everybody that. in. Okay. Let's keep because you know let's go. Let's. I was talking to like, somebody about if, if we want to talk all time. Like we're talking all time. If we talk about, talk about every movie he's made, has he made any bad movies? No. He, not at has all. he made well, any? Mm, I don't like Interstellar. I do not like that movie. Okay. So, but but. You can have people who could uh, disagree with you and say it may not be a ten, but it's up there. Oh yeah, it's it's perfectly for, fine for some people. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a situation where Spielberg's nineteen forty two. We can say yeah, that's a nine. Yeah, hell no, that's like a six. You know that he hasn't made any issues. Um, he hasn't made anything bad, like bad. Yeah. In general. Yeah. No, um, I agree with that one hundred percent. So. Um, you go back to following. You see following his first one. Yeah, yeah. Following the black and white good. one, right? The only one that okay. So I have not seen the last one. Dunkirk. I haven't seen Dunkirk. I think that might be his best movie. Um. So, but the ones I've seen, what I could didn't care for as much was the one with um, Al Pacino and Robert Williams. Insomnia. Mm-hmm. I really like that one. Uh, I. I agree with you, though. That's probably his worst one, in my opinion. And to be fair to him, you know, that's a remake of a... Uh, French film? Or like a, a Danish film so, or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, from what he did, from the from making it yeah. from the movie, I mean, it wasn't bad. It's just I didn't really care for the story. Yeah, yeah. No, it's another one of those that, for me, it's like Interstellar. It's fine. I don't have any problems with it. I just don't like it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, and I can't even put my like my finger on why I don't like those movies. They're just... All right. I don't know. But, yeah, I love this dude. I, I mean, I don't want to say he's top five, but he's definitely, I'd say, top ten of my favorite of all time. Like, I'd probably put... He'd probably slide in somewhere around, like, six or seven, maybe. Hmm. There's some people who who there's some directors I like, but I maybe because I don't like all their movies, and I yeah. feel like like Spielberg. If if you talk about the best director of all time, even though that is it's Kubrick, uh, but you can are <laughs> you can arguably say it is Kubrick. I, I, I think mean, it is personally. His films are fucking deep, man. And he's like a he's sort of like Nolan. He brings out. A few movies every few decades, a yeah. couple seems like, yeah. and most people love them mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, yeah. Most people say, you know, this is, was directed well, um, but I think he he falls into Nolan falls into the Kubrick problem where you don't have as many movies to really go off of. So mm-hmm. from yeah. that, it's hard to say. Yeah, with Spielberg, Scorsese. Um, so, it, it's hard to put him there when you only have done seven movies or so. Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. Like like Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah, that's who I was just about to bring up. Uh, you know... Uh, He's got, what, eight at this point? Seven or eight? Something like that. This one would be the ninth coming up? Yeah. Because I know he said he only has one more after this? Yeah. Um, even with him. What has he put out that was bad? Like, I just... I mean, wa- nothing. I, I can't think of anything. No. Do I think Nolan? I think Nolan finishes his movies better. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. Like, yeah. don't don't get me wrong. I still think Pulp Fiction is probably the best movie of the last since nineteen ninety. 
Put it like this. It's the best movie in the 90s. Oh, um... Uh, it's... <laughs> because, you know, I really love Shawshank Redemption. I think Shawshank's better. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, it, it's up there. I'd, I'd definitely say if, if uh, all time, like all time, Pulp Fiction's got to be in the top tw- 20. It has to be. Both of them yeah. have to be in the top 20. Then the shark shank. Yeah. So when you, when you think about these directors, now if you're just going by just quality of work and, and saying that you had to make more than four movies or so, mm-hmm. all right, then just by rating, mm-hmm. he's probably the highest rated director yeah. Yeah. there. Um, I agree because there were a lot of people who fucking like hate Lolita. You know what I mean? From oh, he Cooper. did do Lolita, didn't yeah. he? And, yeah. Or, or they hate Spartacus. I don't necessarily whatever, but... Or or even I, well I mean eyes wide shut he didn't even finish yeah was I wasn't even going to put that in for so, him yeah but or like people hate The Shining I don't fucking understand how but you know I don't hate I mean? The Shining I think The Shining like I, I think The Shining is like Psycho like mm-hmm. they're good movies yeah but they're not movies that I think would change anything like if I if I had just gone into The Shining and just watching they had no clue about anything they just started the movie no yeah. credits I thought this is interesting. I think that's the nostalgia of Stephen King that has got us. I don't think it's a bad mm-hmm. movie. I think it's directed well. I just think it's, I don't know, just like it's like I said, like um, um, what's the other one I just said? Uh, oh, Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. I don't get what Psycho is all about. Uh, I like Psycho a lot. <laughs> like I don't, I don't get the whole, but I get it. I guess for the time, for the direction. But as far as this movie goes, um, everybody that I know on <laughs> the cast, yeah, I like. Yeah. Like and I already told you the other week. I I like Kenneth Branagh. Oh uh, yeah, I really like Kenneth Branagh. Um, I feel that um, John Mike was it John Michael Washington. Uh yeah, John David. John, I feel that he. Um, I don't know who that is. That's the dude from Black Klansman. That's the Black Klansman. Oh, I haven't seen Black Klansman. You ever seen the previews either? Either. Mm. Oh, well, I mean, I've seen, I've seen the previews, but I but couldn't like. He he was the only black guy in the in the previews. Oh okay. You know, so Adam Driver was in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was good. Right. It was good. Um. So I, I'm glad that you know that's Denzel's son. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Either. That's Jesus Christ. Son. So I'm, I'm hoping that that goes well for him. But like I said, everybody else in that cast, um, I, I really anticipate. Now, mm. he brought a lot of people in for this. Yeah. Oh, and talk about Patterson and Batman. Yeah, right. Anyway, so, but no, I'm, I'm hyped for it. Yeah, same. He's one of my favorites, and he has not disappointed me in 15 years. Yeah, me either. So, right. Number four. Fans of the modern 007 series are fortunately not going to have to wait longer before a new release in the series, despite an injury to its leading actor. Daniel Craig, the actor who plays the titular character of James Bond, suffered an ankle injury on set and is set to have it repaired through surgery. However, production will continue unabated while the actor goes through the surgery and rehab for the injury. Fans of the series are breathing a sigh of relief after this news. Bond 25's production has been troubled to say the least. The film was originally set to be directed by Danny Boyle from a script by John Hodge, but creative disagreements caused the two to depart the project in August of last year. The production then moved to a script by Neil Purvis and Robert Wade before undergoing a significant rewrite earlier this year. So uh, this is being directed by Kerry Fukunaga, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I really like all of these movies. Well, I say all of these movies. I haven't seen Spectre yet. 
But uh, I really fucking love the first three. Quantum Solace, Casino Royale, and um, Skyfall. I really love those movies. So I'm excited for this, but it does kind of worry me that it, it has been in development for so long. So he he seems not to like being Johnny's Bond, does he? Yeah, no, he's not been at getting all. injured like every movie. It seems like yeah. Um, and there's been talks that he's wanted to quit since uh, since the end of Skyfall, right? I, I want to yeah, because they expect it was after that. Yeah, and it was they didn't know if he was actually going to um, return. Yeah, right. Um, I didn't care for Skyfall. I love Skyfall. I think it's my favorite James Bond movie. Yeah, I don't care for Skyfall. I like the villain. I don't like the story. Okay, yeah, that's um, fair. My favorite was... I had gone into Quantum of Solace thinking it was going to be my favorite. The way the trailer was done and yeah, everything. Yeah. I thought I said, this is going to be my favorite. But still, Casino Royale is probably my favorite. I think it's probably the best. Yeah. I think it may be the best. Um, I like, you know, his finger got chopped off. On one of the movies. Oh, for real? Yeah. I didn't know that. He had to chop tip of his finger off. Damn. Yeah, I don't know if he really likes doing this. I think <laughs> this is like a sign that maybe. And hell, Dunny Boyle leaving. You know, we don't know what the real stories are. Yeah, no, not at all. And they had. Mendez, Mendez was supposed to come back. Sam Mendez, yeah. Yeah. And then he ended up not. And then they brought on Boyle. And then they didn't do it. So. <sighs> I, you know, and I love James Bond. Like, I, James yeah. Bond was, like, my role model for yeah. years. Yeah, I fucking love James Bond. But, um, I don't I don't know. I, I feel like if they, if he doesn't want to do it, he shouldn't do it. I feel like he's obligated for some reason. Yeah. I feel like there's something wrong with this production. This is why mm-hmm. no one wants to do it. I feel like it's a story. I'm telling you. Yeah, Even it's probably not going to be good. I well, don't think. Because Skyfall was the high, grossed the most. Yeah. But it had the high, lowest rating. Of all of them, um, I think what it is is people like action, Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, you know, like people want action. People mm-hmm. are really, and it's James Bond. So their their thought process is it can't be that um, brain, you know, storming for yeah, me to yeah. you know have to think about things here. But Casino Royale was a really good movie. That was yeah. a very psychological very movie. movie. Um, I don't know. I I just hope he gets better. I hope that. Um, they can get everything straight, and if he doesn't want to do it, let him go. Let him go. Yeah, I. Uh, who who would you want it to? I was take just about over? to ask you because you know there's trying- always the talk of Idris Elba, which I'm fine with. It's fine, but you know who I want to fucking see? Tell you know, me. I want to see fucking Nicholas Holt. I know that's um, weird, but I really well, like him up, a lot. He was up for Batman. Yeah, he was up for Batman. Um, Hmm. I've, I've heard talks of also uh, Tom Hiddleston, which I don't think he could necessarily, necessarily pull off James Bond, but I think he'd make a great a fucking villain. James villain. Uh, yeah. yeah, villain. He'll make a great villain. Ooh. Who would be a good James Bond? You know who I really like? Who? Hemi Cavill. Kevin. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I'd, I'd watch him fucking beat James Bond. I think he would be a good James Bond. I, he's not British, though, is he? Yeah. Oh, he is? He may even be Scottish, actually. Okay. Because, you know, Connery is Scottish. Well, then, yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with seeing no, him. No, of course. I want Eldris to do it. Oh, yeah, of course. I want uh, He's the number one choice, I think. I think that, you know, they could, they, especially if they're making it where he's not a particular person. Mm-hmm. If that's, yeah. that's, are yeah. they saying that? 
Um, I know this is a different thing. But, you know, once again, then it goes back to the thing of, yeah, I'll say this, but it's not as easy as said than done. Make a whole new different character. But that may not go over well with a character like this who's been out for since 1963, 62. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, that may not go over well. That's why I think a lot of people have issues with it. It'll just doing it. Because, but, but, but you don't have an issue with different white people doing it. Yeah, yeah. And that's my only thing. Like, I understand where they're coming from, but. They look different. They all look different. Yeah, they, yeah. So you can make them different. There's no fucking continuity. Yeah, like, he's a fucking character. It's not like yeah. you're making Abraham Lincoln black, you know, or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, also, to, I mean, to that point, like, I think James Bond is the same thing as, like, 007. I think it's just a moniker. I don't know that it is necessarily um, his actual name. Does that make sense? See, that's from Skyfall. I thought that's what the case was. Remember his parents? They found his parents. Yeah. Uh, the the headstones. Yeah, yeah. And that's how they realized that they were ha- like grew up together, or some crazy shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that. I think James Bond is the character. I think that they solidified that in the last one. Yeah. Um. I don't know, but if they have to go with a white person, cool. I, I really like to see Henry Cavill do it. Yeah, that'd, fact, be, that'd be cool. I would like to see him do that. I like to see him do a Wolverine. I, I, I like him a lot. I honestly. like him. Like, I I didn't necessarily like him in Superman, but I don't think that was his fault necessarily. Yeah, I liked him as Superman. I just didn't care for the story. Yeah, yeah. Trivia We're, question: You know what his first movie role was? Um. He, yeah. Uh. Well, I don't know what his not first, not main starring role, but just like talk speaking role where he got a credit for. Uh. If I had to take a guess, um, well, give me a year. The year is 2000 and I want to say three. Okay. Hold on. Let me just make sure. If that's the case, I don't know. But I know that he had a very small part in Stardust. I fucking love that movie. All right. So I'm actually wrong. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I am wrong. This was this, this, his first main movie role. This movie wasn't, I guess this Anyway, uh, fuck it. The kind of Monte Cristo. Oh. He okay. played his son that he okay. didn't know about. Okay. Yeah. And he was. Damn. Like, when you look at him, you could tell tell us him. Yeah. He got so much bigger. Yo, he yeah. He got so much yeah. damn bigger. Yeah, I was watching uh, Stardust with um, Dylan, uh, was it like a month ago? And we were watching it. And then I saw in the credits when they were like scrolling through the opening credits or whatever, they were like, uh, Henry Cavill and I was like he's in this fucking movie and he's he's even like he's kind of, I don't want to say scrawny but he's not like crazy built in that movie and which one Stardust oh yeah yeah he's yeah he's only in like two scenes but like I was Humphrey like, yeah Humphrey yeah. that's his fucking name yeah it's crazy stuff he yeah. was in Blood Creek too oh he does some terrible movies <laughs> um he's from the uh, island of Jersey oh okay yeah very interesting so Very he's British. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Number five. Several new details were revealed about Star Wars The Riders of Skywalker this week, and some of it is very surprising. A very in-depth cover story by Vanity Fair revealed several newsworthy tidbits. First and possibly most importantly, several of the pi- 
pieces set in place during the events of The Force Awakens and seemingly discarded in The Last Jedi will be brought back in the new film. Elements like this include Rey's parentage and the Knights of Ren. On top of this, several details alluded to the fact that the end of the trilogy had a plan from the beginning. Elements from the trailer, such as the laugh from a fought deceased Palpatine, were in the original plan from the beginning. And this news should please many fans who are not happy with The Last Jedi. So, I'm fucking stoked. I don't like The Last Jedi at all. Like, I, I understand where, where people like it. I think it's a thematically put together movie. And I think it has some really good action set pieces. But overall, I think that movie's garbage. There's just there's just too much in it that doesn't fucking make sense to me. Like the entire character of Luke. Like I mean, he, he's not funny. He's not a little. He's not bratty. Like any of that stuff. He's a good pure soul, as evidenced through the entire original trilogy. Um, you had an opportunity to kill off Carrie Fisher. And didn't use it. Instead brought her fucking flying through space like Mary Poppins. Like, I don't know, man. There's just, there's so much shit in that movie that I just, I cannot fucking stand. So I'm really glad that they're bringing shit back. And it's shit that was like, a, like I said in the thing, it's like completely discarded. Where the fuck were the Knights of Ren? Where, like, and the whole, like, Ray's parentage, like, they're nobody? What the f- like, the, why was it even introduced? What's the point of having them introduced if they're just going to be nobody? I don't know. All right. Shout out to AJ. You remember AJ? AJ Robertson? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robertson. He um, he thinks that live is not Palpatine. Really? He said, go back and listen to the Joker in the uh, Batman series, the Batman cartoons. Uh-huh. He said, that's Mark Hamill's laugh. I don't know about that. That sounds a lot like Palpatine. He said, if you listen to the Joker uh-huh. and listen to how he laughs, he said he laughs almost identical to that. Hmm. I said, uh-huh. huh. I'll um, check that out. So, so let's keep that in mind. Okay, yeah. All right, so second thing. The original trilogy lasted from, how long would you say it was? It was Two years? The original trilogy? Yeah, like the, like how long were they together? Oh, uh... Three, maybe? Sure. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, So, he's 16, right? Mm-hmm. 16, 19. So, he's still a kid. Yeah. Even I'm, if you give... Say say it's, say it's even six, seven years. Say he's 18. Say he's 25. Fuck it. You're still becoming an adult. Yeah. Now you're an adult dog. We don't know what really transpired between and I think that's I think this is why now I kind of understand where he was going now now this makes sense to me so alright so when Johnson made the movie he knew exactly the, the plan you know what I'm mm. saying he's not going to just make the, direct the movie on his own like without having a goal that, that the company wants yeah, you know yeah. or the saga wants mm. so he did it in a way to throw us off Okay. but people were pissy because what did, we, what did we say earlier? Earlier in the podcast, Instagramification. Mm-hmm. We want to know now. Yeah, yeah. And so now you have to come out with a fucking statement to say, "Hey, we have some shit that's going to be brought up." Like, I don't think this is a Marvel situation. I think this is a situation where they really did go through and plan these three movies out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think they probably wanted to go a different direction like they did in the first trilogy. Actually, I th- all of them. They all had different directors, right? In, well, the, in first, the original one? The original one definitely did. Yeah. The, well, I think it was A New Hope was George Lucas, and then I don't remember who the... The, <sighs> the dude who did uh, Empire Strikes Back was... Oh, I thought it was a German dude. Yeah, I, I don't remember. But and then the third guy was different, also. But so, then the the prequel trilogy was all George Lucas. He did all those. Yeah. Oh, the, the, oh. <laughs> um, Irvin Kirshner. Yep, that's it, Irvin Kirshner. And he's from Philly. He's not like German, like I thought. Anyway, regardless. Um, they may be going to do them like that. They started mm-hmm. like with that trilogy because yeah. because you wanted. Other than I still think that Lucas is not a great director, but I don't think that he stopped directing Empire Story Back because he thought I I can't direct well. This movie just made two hundred sixty million dollars or something. Yeah. Um. I think he wanted to go in a different direction of the tone of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So that when they do the ending. You have somebody with a different tone uh, because each one would be a different thought process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and makes I, sense. And so, since he doesn't have it anymore, I think they really like Disney like that format um, mm-hmm. and tried that, and that and kind of backfired. Uh, I think so too. And that you make a, you make a solid point that um, I don't think a lot of people take took into account, and that was that like people hated on the uh, on the Last Jedi because. They don't know what the ending is. Like I was like, oh, I still think that some of this shit is stupid. But yeah, we we need to see what's coming with Rise of Skywalker before we can really pass judgment on it as a whole. Because if people had done the same thing with say the Empire Strikes Back, it's I mean, you're leaving off with a really fucking dark ending, and it's like what the fuck. And then you get into the trilogy, and it kind of comes, you know, whatever. I, I think the difference between that one and, and the last Jedi, though, to be on devil's advocate, is that you find out there that's his fucking dad. Yeah, I mean that's fair. So, so there's some some um, closure and some things that you like. I guess you wouldn't even have thought about it in the in the get go. Yeah. But now you understand where this is going, or where they may be going, where this. But now you have no clue with the last Jedi, unless this is a way. Just like Rand said, your parents were nothing. He told you that. How the fuck would he know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, and what if they really are twins? And what if they really have to keep everybody had to keep this a secret? Or yeah. whatever the case it may be, it had to do something with them not wanting us to know yet because they're gonna have this big, yeah, you know, no finale. Um, that's what I think happened. That, that's what I hope at least. Yeah. yeah. So. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, that trailer looks really fucking cool. So and check out that laugh. All right. Yeah, I will. I will. All right. Number six. If you were upset about how Game of Thrones ended, don't hold your breath for more from the world of Westeros. In an interview with the Hollywood Reporter, HBO programming president said to not expect any spinoff sequel series to the popular show, saying, "Nope, nope, nope, no." Part of it is I don't want this show this Game of Thrones, Dan and David show, to be its own thing. I don't want to take characters from this world that they did beautifully and put them off into another world with someone else creating it. I want to let it be the artistic piece they've got. That's one of the reasons why I'm not trying to do the same show over. George has a massive, massive world. There are so many ways in it. 
that's why we're trying to do things that feel distinct and not to try and redo the same show. That's probably one of the reasons why right now a sequel or picking up on any of these characters doesn't make sense for us, end quote. Although sequel series are off the table as of this recording, HBO has plans for three prequel spinoffs in various stages of development, with a pilot for one of the series set to begin production this June. So we can we can probably get a little more thoughts on this, particularly when we get to the topic of the show, but um, I'm cool with this, personally. Yeah. I, I don't... I don't one of the things that I don't like about spinoff series is taking characters, like main characters from a show, and then moving them to a different show. Like, I didn't like Joey. Well, I don't like Friends, but, like, I didn't like Joey. And I know that he was, like, super popular or whatever, but, like, I didn't... What, was, what the fuck ever. Or what, what's another example Just of that? Just like um, when Michael Richards came out with... No, 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 that was different. He came out with his own show. Um... You know, there was a couple spin oh, oh no, I don't not many people that were main characters that actually yeah, yeah. left. Like there there are some with with like side characters like uh Family Matters was a spin off from what was it? Mork and Mindy. What? I mean Perfect Strangers. Yeah, Perfect Strangers. Yeah. I was about to say I couldn't remember the name, but I knew it was a fucking Mork and Mindy though. <laughs> yeah, Perfect Strangers. Um or Mork and Mindy's a spin off from fucking Happy Days, right. you know what I mean? Like and those characters are side characters. Joni and Chachi side characters. They don't matter in the overall grand scheme. You but, know what I mean? But even with Joni and Chachi, like, I would look at them I, like, I know what you, they would still kind of be, like, main characters to me. Mork okay. and Mindy is a little bit different just okay. because he kind of came in, he made this appearance and everybody's like, who is that? Well, well, well. So I can understand that. The Winslows, that was interesting to me. The Winslows? For them to do Family Matters because I guess I, I just didn't see that, but they did they diverged well enough where it wasn't Anything kind of like Perfect Strangers. Yeah, at you all. Know? And so I think that's where, like, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to, you can still make it funny or still make it a drama, mm-hmm. but you have to diverge in a whole different thing, way. Yeah, agreed. Um, I'll give you one. I know you didn't watch this, and I really didn't watch this, but Nikki wanted to watch it. And anyway, um, private, um, private, private uh, practice. Private practice. Okay. So yeah. I've seen two seasons of that. And it wasn't like private practice was bad. But you, I think they had one main character from the show, from Grey's Anatomy, that came on. Yeah. And that they kind of tried to use. Um, she was only on Grey's Anatomy, though, for a handful of seasons, right? If that, yeah. Yeah. And I, But the thing was is that the show was like a fucking little Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Like basically, yeah, that's basically what it was. Um, I have one in my mind that actually worked out. Well... Oh, fucking Frasier. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. But I think the thing about Frasier, too, is that a lot of these shows, think about the Jeffersons that came mm-hmm. from, but that's a side character. Yeah, that's yeah. a little bit different because yeah. you really didn't see George Jefferson like that. Um, that was what, All in the Family? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the thing about Frasier is that, that I think that was a different time. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so too. I, I think that when you when you you don't have cable was was, was just becoming like a big thing. Mm-hmm. There was things you could watch, but you remember this character. Mm-hmm. He was a very interesting, funny character. Yeah. Um. You. 
I think his character did it for him. Yeah. I think that's what he did. Joey was an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. And so you only could go so far with, you know, being an idiot Mm -hmm. um, before everybody else has to, from the show, has to help you, like kind of like friends. But if you're the star, I don't know. I, 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 it just didn't work for me. I didn't like Friends either, so it was yeah. kind of hard for me to even try to watch Joey. But um, Frasier was the only thing that really worked. But since Frasier, I don't think anything else worked. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, not at all. I can't think. I mean, you could make a, you could make a case for Better Call Saul because he was oh, yeah. more or less a, a main character. Oh, yeah. But 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 no. Um, but was he? You but know what no, I mean? Because if you if you if you talk to somebody, well, actually, I was talking to my cousin a couple weeks ago. We had gone to see him, and she's watching Breaking Bad. And so when I was telling her about Better Call Saul, because that's just fucking yeah, it's damn good. good. It's very good. Um, she didn't really realize who he was. Like mm-hmm. she, I don't think that she has seen him enough to like recognize him. And if she had, yeah. I think she said, "Oh, the lawyer guy said, yeah." They diverged on a whole different yeah, thing about yeah, him, yeah. in which you would never even think was the case. So, but regardless, no, I'm good with them not doing anything past restaurants because he has so many worlds. I mean, he 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 said it in his statement. He has so many different things you can go off of. Fuck fucking restaurants. Oh yeah. Especially when you look at the grand scheme of things, this is all you have. Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah, you had dragons, but this is still all you had. Yeah, yeah. And this, you haven't even gone west. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the world is huge. You could, and you could easily go back to, uh, you could have a prequel series that follows Robert's Rebellion. Yeah. I mean, you could have anything with the Targaryens because the whole uh, Valyrian Empire and the Targaryens are intertwined. I think we are. Um, so I mean, you have the last all of that. people from Valyria. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are tons of fucking things you could do. Yeah. That I, I don't necessarily care. That I don't. I don't want to see any more of the Starks. I think their story ended. Whatever, and I don't. I don't really care to see anybody else. Like I don't care about Brienne that way. You know what I mean? Right. Tyrion maybe would be cool. That could maybe be a cool spinoff. But even that, I, I don't really want to see that. You I'm, know what I mean? I'm pretty much done with what they have to do now. Like we already know this. How this these seven kingdoms are. Um, let's let's see his, his the rest of his world. Yeah, I agree. So. Uh, number seven, Amazon's Lord of the Rings series is picking up more talent for its writing staff from a somewhat controversial place. Game of Thrones writer and producer Brian Cogman has joined the team of writers for an upcoming series. Cogman famously, or perhaps infamously, started off as an assistant to David Benioff and D.B. Weiss before proving to be an almost walking, talking encyclopedia of a song of ice and fire knowledge. It was initially reported that Cogman would be developing one of the prequel series for HBO, but walked away. Cogman is known for his, yeah, his more talk-heavy episodes, and has received critical acclaim for several of them. So I looked into it. Hang on, I'm gonna pull up this article real quick. I, I looked into the episodes that he wrote, and some of them are very good. If I remember correctly, he wrote the Serpent and the Viper. Or, no, not The Serpent in the Viper. The Serpent in the Mountain, which is maybe my favorite episode of the entire fucking show. Oh, wow. Um, that's the one where, um, what's his name? Uh, Oberyn Martell mm-hmm. fights the mountain. Oh, yes. We were I, just talking about that. I love that fucking man, episode, man. That hurt my feelings so much. I think <laughs> that was either the first or the, the second most heartfelt thing for me. Yeah. Oh, I was so, so devastated when he killed him. So devastated. That was that was probably my 
That was my favorite character on the show. Like, like, Oberyn, yeah. like overall, it's Tyrion. But at the time, mm-hmm. it was definitely him. Oh, in that season for sure. You know, it's funny that you say that because I, I was um, watching a video about on YouTube about why season eight sucks, which I disagree with. And you know, again, we'll get into that with topic of the show. But um, one of the guys was was talking about like the well-crafted characters and blah, blah, blah. And he started talking about Oberyn. And then he said that something that was like, Oberyn only has like 43 minutes of screen time across the entire season four. I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Like he has no screen time whatsoever. And he's such a beloved character. Yeah, That's crazy. But, uh, Oh damn. That really hurt my feelings. (laughs) Hurt my feelings. Anyway, he wrote, he wrote the, a Night of the Seven Kingdoms, which was the second episode of this season, which is a really good episode. But um, let me pull this up. It might take a second. So this is uh, Cogman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you what I think. I think that when I was into Lord of the Rings, I was still a kid. And I did not expect dragons and sex and all this shit to be so fucking awesome um i do have problems with lord of the rings story in general i really do um but i love the movies i like we talked about this before if you're talking about a straight just trilogy that may be the best trilogy in history like from first to last, yeah. like the, everything about yeah. the movies were fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we talked about The Godfather, which I still think Godfather 1 and 2 you could put as one movie, and that's the best movie ever. But 3 was such fucking a disaster. I hate to even talk about that. The Dark Knight is up there, but the third one wasn't as good as the first two, but it was still good. But it wasn't as good as The Return of the King. So, um, but I'm... I'm glad for people who like Lord of the Rings and want to see this in the series. Um, I don't see this being one of those situations where they change the story. So it's going to be what you read. Um, I think it's going to be directed well. I just... Game of Thrones kind of killed Lord of the Rings for me. I feel you. Yeah. I, yeah. But, but, but that's like I said, like the story. They're not going to change the story. It's going to be the same story. Yeah, for sure. So he could be a great writer, but you're just writing the same story. Just yeah, I we'll see. Uh, well, the thing is, is they're not they're not following what actually happens in the Lord of the Rings, right? They're following what happens in what's it called, the Second Age, I think it was. So they're doing basically the war with Sauron over the rings. I think. Oh, beforehand. Yeah. The, uh, the, is it the second age or the middle age? I don't fucking remember what it's called. But, the yeah, it's happening before the Lord of the Rings actually starts. So, that could be cool. But, either way, the, to me this is good news. Because I was looking at the dude's episodes and he wrote some really, really good episodes. So, yeah. But, you know, it... It's Lord of the Rings. It is, uh, yeah, because I mean, to be honest with you, I talked this shit about this now, but when I heard Peter Jackson was going to do it, I couldn't wait. Like, I just couldn't absolutely wait for it. So, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see for sure. Uh, number eight. 
the singing competition, The Voice will be one member shorter next season. Adam Levine, one of the show's first coaches, will not be returning for the show's next season and will be replaced by Gwen Stefani. The Maroon 5 frontman has been part of the show since its inception 16 years ago and is the only coach besides Blake Shelton to have remained on the show for its entire run thus far. So did you see this? I did. Yeah. Not only did he get revealed to be returning for season 17 like a couple of months ago, he was... I forget what happened, but basically he was like... Yeah, I'm coming back. And then a week ago, maybe it was. Maybe it was only a handful of days ago. But he was set to be at the NBC... Um, what I don't remember what the hell they called it. But he was set to be at the NBC like show-off thing and perform. And apparently... He did not perform well. Like, he just kind of stood there and sang. Like, he didn't perform at all. He was just like, blah, 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 blah. And the, the, the head of NBC Universal was, like, super pissed off about it. So, and I was reading that there was also a bunch of, like, backstage tension that happened. And that's why he decided he was going to leave. He's been on long enough. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, 16 years is a long fucking time. Yeah, he's been on long enough, and I feel that, um, I mean, the show, I used to be into it. I like singing. I like, yeah. you know, you can sing well, but this is a basic um, popularity con- contest. And mm-hmm. at this point, you know, I, I tried even with American Idol, and it's, it's just hard to kind of get into these shows when, it's a popularity contest. Yeah. I think that he really made this show, the show, him and Blake, the little yeah. relationship. Um, but, you know, you have to ch- ch- uh, change things up. They do well in the ratings, though. It's not like the ratings yeah. are going down. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I think uh, I think I saw a report that saying that, like, this was the lowest rated of the season of The Voice, like, ever. But that's not really saying much because it still was, like, uh, it was, like, 3.4 or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how the rating systems work. So. Yeah, but I, I but think it was. I mean, it's still a pretty decent, decently rated show. Well, so. I I liked him. I like him. Yeah. I like Room Five from the beginning. Um, they have some albums that I can kind of do without in general. Mm-hmm. But that first that that, that uh, songs about, about Jane, Jane is, is, is excellent. Yeah. Um, I wonder who's going to replace him. Well, I well, guess it would make a difference because they replace people every season, it seems well, like. Well, uh, Gwen Stefani's replacing them. Oh, she's replacing yeah. them. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, well, whatever. So it's going to be her, Blake. Uh, John Legend and Kelly Clarkson? She's on American Idol. I thought Kelly Clarkson was on The Voice. I don't oh. know. I don't mm, know. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch it or care, honestly. I just thought it was interesting that uh, that he was leaving after such a long time, but... Like I said, what do I know? <laughs> well. Anyway. Uh, number nine. Yeah, you're right. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, yeah? Yep. Interesting. Number nine. Speculation about the release date for The Last of Us 2 has been all over the place, but due to many recent developments... Oh, wait. Hang on. I'm going to restart this. Number nine. 
Speculation about the release date for The Last of Us 2 has been all over the place due to many recent developments, but it appears that the game is still set to be a PS4 game. During the Sony 2019 Investors Day, President of Sony Interactive Entertainment Jim Ryan shared a slide detailing the plans for the PS4 over the course of the next three years. The slide included The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, and Death Stranding. If you'll remember, just weeks ago, the co-director of The Last of Us 2 tweeted an image that showed job listings for the studio geared towards finishing the game. And earlier this year, the team just finished motion capture on the principal cast, leading credence to a further out-than-expected release date. While Sony did confirm that the games listed were going to release on the PS4, they did not rule out the possibility of the games releasing on the upcoming console. So... This was interesting to me because of the fact that the, um, I think we talked about it two weeks ago. The, the guy was like, hey, come work for us. We're finishing up the game. But then it was only a couple weeks before that. They just wrapped principal photography for the motion capture, which doesn't, I mean, I, I, I'm not too sure how motion capture integrates into the overall, uh, design um, principles for the game, but usually games take around three to four years to make and this game started development in 2017 2016 let's see, Uncharted 4 was 2016 so yeah, it would have started in 2016 which means, yeah, but I would think that principal photography on the motion capture stuff would mean that they have to add that stuff into the game render it all with the character models and everything and that's pretty time consuming and Naughty Dog I mean it's a big studio but it's it's less than 200 people I think which is I, I don't know it was just kind of crazy to me but it's a good thing to still come to PS4 I think oh yeah this is um this is big news this is big news it's also uh, to me it's also really big news that Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding are coming out because Death Stranding just started let's see I think in 2017 no let's see I'm trying to think 2015 is when Metal Gear Solid was released and then Kojima took a couple of almost a full year completely off and then they found their engine in 2017 so, I don't... I, personally, I don't see how this is a PS4 game. Death Stranding. But, whatever. And Ghost of Tsushima has been in development. I think Sucker Punch had said that they had started a project and then stopped on it. And they didn't actually begin Ghost of Tsushima work until sometime around 2017. Maybe 2018. So, I don't know. That's It's big news. Especially for anyone who owns a PS4. Because I, I was for sure these were going to be PS5 games. Well, so I think they're going to hold off on the whole PS5 thing. You don't think it's coming out next year? I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be where we think it is. Okay. I think that Microsoft and Sony, they're partnering up. Yeah, for the... I, I saw that... I. And it was the companies. It wasn't like Xbox and PlayStation, but it was Microsoft and Sony who were teaming up for, what was it, the cloud technology and the streaming technology, right? And I thought also a game, a, a system to basically counteract um, 
Google and Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was a, like a lot because there were some people who said that they, they they didn't even know about it. Yeah, yeah. The um, place there were people in PlayStation that didn't even know that that announcement was coming. I think what they're going to do is wait and see how that goes over before they start to put anything else for that five. I think that's what's going to happen. I think that this game is going to do absolutely great, regardless of what is on. Yeah, for sure. It has to be done well, like we talked about before. I think if they rush it, it's going to put a bad taste in people's mouths, um, especially with um, no, The Last of Us 2. But I really think that um, Ghosts of um, Tsushima is really going to be the one. Cause you, I, th- I think so too. That game looks fucking one. awesome. So I think that they want to see I th- uh, see how it is is on, on a lower platform mm-hmm. because I, that, those graphics are going to have to be amazing. Yeah. So I want to see how they're going to. Uh, the thing they're going to see how they're going to do it on that platform before they go up to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, see what's happening with this whole Microsoft thing. If they're going to have anything that they're going to do together. But if they don't, I I think they just want to see how it does on that. And if it does well, when does play, PlayStation 5 supposed to come out? Uh, they haven't got a, a firm release date on it, but uh, more than likely it's set for 2020, like sometime probably November 2020. So we got a good year and a half left before that yeah. comes out. You know, capitalize on what you can now. And, mm-hmm. and if it's good enough where, you know, the graphics you know, are... Because I say if it can handle it, but basically, if the move, if the if the game, if the graphics are really good, then they can put it on five and say, okay, see this, see what we can do on here mm-hmm. because they're already great on four. Now yeah. on five, and then with The Last of Us Two, look what we did from the second one on, and now it's on four, and now on five. Yeah. Look how great it could be. Yeah, I think yeah. that we're going to do because I think people like anticipation, and people like you know knowing that because you know one problem I have three sixties when I got it. The only game they had was this stupid fucking shooting game. This chick was like a shooter. Oh, uh, Perfect Dark Zero? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was a horrible, but that wasn't the game I would have liked to you know, get yeah. as my initial release. I mm-hmm. mean, for my initial release from this great system. Yeah. But, honestly, in the, the uh, Xbox One and PS4 lineups, I didn't think were all that great. I mean, there wasn't a whole... Especially on Xbox, dude. There was, like, there was Forza 5... And Dead Rising 3, I think, were the two games that I got. I was like, I don't even give a fuck about Forza. I don't like racing games like that. Yeah. So, whatever. But I think you're right. So, uh, number 10 and the last one. George R.R. R. Martin, the author of A Song of Fire and Ice series, which is the hit, which the hit HBO show Game of Thrones is based on, has helped on a video game coming from Japan. In a post saying farewell to the HBO series, Martin wrote about projects that he has coming, including the new book in his fantasy series, and several television projects. He also added in the post that he had, quote, consulted on a video game out of Japan, end quote. This news has stoked the renewed interest in a long-standing rumor that the author had worked with Hidetaka Miyazaki and his team from at From Software. No, wait. And his team at From Software on a new RPG. As of this recording, no other details are known about the game that Martin worked on. I thought this was really fucking big news because, one, Martin has, let's see, A Song of Ice and Fire, he's got five, five books out, he said it was a plan for seven parts, and 2012, I think, was the was the year that the last book was released, number five. 
So he's taken seven years to write this fucking book, and it's still not out yet. And on top of that, he's got all these other projects that he's working on TV-wise and shit like that. And then he also somehow worked on a game. Like, that's fucking crazy to me. He took all this time when he could have been writing his books, which we actually talked a bit about this a little bit at work the other day. Uh, and I don't know that I necessarily fall on this side, but um, Josh, you know Josh, mm-hmm. uh, he was saying that he felt like um, Martin got his money. And he was like, I'm done. Like, HBO was fucking huge. Or, well, Game of Thrones was fucking huge. Martin was like, I got money, my money. I don't need, like, I don't need to write this book. I don't need, I don't need any of it anymore. I don't really care about the story. It's done. So, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, but um, it's interesting to me, not only that he's got all these other projects, but also the fact that it's from a fucking Japanese developer. That's really strange to me. Uh, well, what I think is that when he came out with the book, because last book came out in 2011. 2011, okay. So that was basically right after the season, the first season came out. Well, two yeah. seasons. Two, yeah. No, it would have been. It was last year. Yeah. Because eight, yeah. So this was uh, the first season, the year after his first season. He already finished the book. He got to a certain point. He wanted them to figure out who John's parents were. Yeah. They figured it out. All right. So for him, I think he just wanted them to finish the series since he already got them started. Mm-hmm. You know, you finish off what you need to finish off. I'm going to do the book like, you know, well, I, like I want it. And then it started taking off. Mm-hmm. And I think that, the sh- I, you know, I never written a book, wrote a book before. Yeah. But when you have a massive story like this, mm-hmm. you just have to take time. Oh yeah, for and, sure. And you know, we already know there's certain things in the in the show that isn't in the book. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that kind of bothers me about people because they want to see if he's going to make it like the show. Well, that I mean, if he makes it like the show, did they make it like the book? I mean, some things they did. Yeah, yeah, you know, for a lot sure. of things they did. But um, I don't think that he got gritty like that. I think that he really wanted to venture off from this because you know he didn't start off as this. He started off as a he was trying to write um, shows, TV shows. Yeah, and, and he was also like an editor. Like, he didn't start yeah. off make, making these books like that. His books, he has some other science fiction books that are nothing like this. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he didn't want to be pigeon-toed into, like, one genre of things. Yeah. And, but our anticipation for it was so much, you know, he probably was working on it and got to a point. Yeah. And now he has to... I think I think for him, he wants to catch up. Mm-hmm. He wants to finish it. He doesn't want to bring out a book and then, okay, so I'll have to write this other book. No, I think he wants to finish them both. Yeah. And then, you know, concurrently bring them out. Yeah. One year, maybe two years. But you definitely know it's going to come out. Um, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping he's not greedy and yeah, is doing same. that. The, the game thing I'm really um, excited about because, once again, you created a fucking masterful world. Yeah. And you could do this on a video game. Yeah. Well, let's go back to Final Fantasy VII. Like, 130 hours it took me to beat that game. Yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing because it stops at 99 hours. Yeah. So, in 99 minutes. So, I don't... I only can imagine what he can think of. Um, so, I'm, 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 I'm happy 
that this could be a case. But I hope it doesn't deter him from finishing off the books if he hasn't already. Yeah, I agree. I so. agree. Did you, um, do you know anything about the Dark Souls series? Because that's what From Software is known for. It's a, it's a really... I didn't play it. Okay. Um, I By that time, I had... Not only say I stopped doing RPG because I was still doing Knights of the Republic and yeah. uh, Mass Effect. But I didn't get into that one. Wasn't it the PlayStation? Uh, Demon Souls was a PlayStation exclusive, and then Dark Souls came out on on both. So I think because I didn't get to play the first one, I didn't play the second one. Okay, and it came yeah, that's out. fair. So that makes sense. But uh, did you like it? I, they're all right. They're I like how challenging they are in terms of. Well, I mean, in terms of the challenge, like there's something to be said for sure about having a game that just kind of whips your fucking ass and then when you finally are able to like you know beat the boss or do whatever the fuck it is that you need to do to beat the game that's an overwhelming sense of gratification that you don't get a lot in games anymore I don't think yeah like I mean this is a whole nother subject but like games are fucking easy now man really? like I, I think so like you play you play I don't know Mega Man on the NES those games are fucking hard, man. Or play, uh, I mean, even on even on PlayStation, there were games that were like, I'm like, I don't know if I can fucking beat this. And then, you know, now you've got games that literally have tutorials throughout the entire fucking game. I, I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. That's how um, Assassin's Creed is. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't really play too many games too much. I still play old, old sports games. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was telling people before, you know, playing sports games now versus 15 years ago, mm-hmm. it is much harder. Like, oh yeah, that's definitely one area that I think yeah, is right. Like, you need to be a damn coach to fucking know about some yeah. of these games. I was playing, I was playing Madden 19 the other day because it just got free on uh, EA Access. Oh yeah, and. I had played 18 pretty extensively. Like, me, me, Ben, and Andy, we ran through probably something like 20-odd 20, 20 seasons on franchise. Oh, wow. And then I started... Uh, they're playing on PC on 19, so I, I'm just doing franchise by myself on 19. And I blow motherfuckers out on All-Pro on 18. Like, I mean, I'd, I'd score like 60, 70 points a game. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then I'm playing this one, and I'm, like, barely squeaking wins out. Like, I'm winning by field goals and shit. I'm like, this is difficult. Like, I, I didn't play. All right, so when the 360, when the sports games shifted from Xbox to Xbox 360, mm-hmm. it, it was a difference. It was oh, a yeah, difference. For sure. Like, it's a big difference. And like you said, you know, I would win or play well against some people, and then I would just get blown out in Madden and college football and – well, basketball was a little bit different, but for football games, hmm, yeah, demolish. But anyway, uh, so I, I guess that brings us to the topic of the show. And this week, I wanted to discuss with you Game of Thrones season eight. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert! Just yeah, so everybody yeah, know, because y'all fucking have seen this. Very spoiler heavy, so you can skip over this. Um, if you don't, if you don't want to hear any of this, it's probably going to be like a fifteen-minute discussion. Uh, well, I'll leave a time code in the description. 
Um, but so, how you feel? I what did I say in the last podcast? Uh, yeah, you said. I Brandon. said I said literally everything. I said Danny's gonna get stabbed by John. Yeah, Bram's gonna be king. Sansa's gonna run the north. Yeah, I literally you, said you everything. Said, you said all that shit. Um, for real. I um I didn't I knew Tyrion and I think Tyrion was gonna get in trouble for Jamie. I think I think so. I think I um, I didn't. That. There were some things I didn't know. Like I didn't know what was gonna happen with Jamie and Cersei. Like yeah. I, there's some things that would just just seem like this was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, only problem I have really is mm-hmm. I feel like this season was rushed. Yes, I agree. That's, I agree. That's my main concern with the show. Uh, like like I talked about and like I posted before about Danny. This bitch was going fucking crazy from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that wasn't something that should have been new to people. John never wanted this shit. Yeah. John yeah. never wanted this shit. However, John was still looked uh, looked upon as a leader. So he became a leader. Sansa always wanted to be queen. <coughs> and then if you really pay attention to the show... They always refer to the North as like a separate entity. They have oh, always yeah. separate, mm-hmm. referred to it like that. So it was only fitting that she or that, you know, it would be its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Instead of the seven kingdoms, it's the six kingdoms plus Winterfell. So who else could have been? Arya already said from the first episode she didn't want to be yeah, like this. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to do that shit. Um, yeah. Bran, he kind of got pulled into it. Um a lot of people had some problems about how when they said about him being Lord of Winterfell, he said, I can't do that. Uh, he, he can't do that because he needs to be fucking king of everything, you know? Yeah. And so, and he's not going to divulge his, the plan. He's never done that unless yeah. it's needed, like at the time, like this is what we need to do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have a problem with it. I don't know what else they wanted to do because if you had gone and gave, given Danny as queen, that would have been what most people would want it. If you had given John as king, that would have been what most people would want it. If you had put them together, I will all say most, and that takes out a lot of fucking percentages. But yeah. a lot of people would wanted them to get together. So one, something out the blue that wasn't really got the blue when you really think about it, because if you want to not... like Tyrion, Tyrion said it the best. You know, If you don't want to break the wheel... This is the perfect thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody who who does not want it. Somebody who who basically knows everything. Yeah. Um, who else would you not want? So I'm not um, I'm not upset about it. I'm just upset that I felt rushed. I felt like this should have been a ten episode season. Mm-hmm. I felt like you could still have those two battles. And hell, I would even been fine if you brought the fucking battles up into two episodes mm-hmm. because that would gave more of a of a I feel like the the battle was kind of rushed for it to be the well, the battle of, of Renafell, not not the battle at um, at uh, um, King's, Landing. King's Landing. That was fine. I think the episode was fine, but uh, even with the, the with the um, Renafell fight, they definitely should could have broken up into two episodes because mm-hmm. it was so much that should have been dealt with there for this fucking army that just came down from ev- no from the north and took everything mm-hmm. um, they talk you know you have to pay attention to words and they talk about how time has gone by like yeah. like you no know, John and Tyrion being in prison yeah in prison do uh, you know it's been weeks they, mm-hmm. they say that so they try to give you a, you know, a time constraint um, so you won't be so angry but 
if it wasn't so rushed, I wouldn't have so many problems. And I think that's what a lot of people's problems, excuse me, problems are in general, other than the Danny thing, because they just don't fucking pay attention. Um, I think everything else has to do with just it being rushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree. My, I have a few problems with the writing. Uh, but they're, I feel like they're almost like minor. Like, uh, I have a problem with, with, uh, Bran coming back to be king. And the only reason that I have a problem with that is because it's, it's really twofold. If Bran's going to be the king, right? And, and, and we'll say that that was planned out from the beginning by Martin or whoever. If Bran's going to be king... What is the point of having John come back to life? I don't think that there's like because realistically speaking, he the only purpose he serves from the point that he comes back from life is to kill Danny in no. the overall story. No. no. I don't think so. I, I mean No. This is the thing that I don't think people realize about it. And it's funny you said it because I completely forgot about that aspect. That's a good point. Somebody brought that up. Think of it like this. Azor Ahai was never supposed to be like the king. He was just supposed to be the what? Yeah, but he didn't even defeat the Night King. He, but he got them together, too. Because if, if he didn't come back to life, no one would ever believe this would happen. No one, ever. I ever, mean, absolutely no one. Okay. And, if, and even if, what you call it, had, well, what's his fat friend? Sam. Even if Sam had told people, who would have believed him? Nobody had believed him in, in general. And yeah. I think they were leading up to that in the series. He told people nobody believed him. John had to fucking bring one basically to them, uh, Danny, to, for her mm-hmm. to understand. Um, I don't yeah. think that being king mattered. Well, I don't necessarily know that he needed to be king. I I just feel like there were like... And this is something that could be could have been solved with... I, I really feel like... I really feel like season seven and eight suffered... Because they didn't have full ten episodes, and part of the reason that they suffered is be- part of the reason that that makes them suffer is because you, you have to truncate the writing. You have to make it. Uh, you you have to be able to do everything that you want to do and fit it and fit it. Yeah, you know, and that that really sucks. Like I feel like my problem with Bran and and John's story, like I. The reason that I feel like one of them doesn't matter is because the writing didn't allow for them to have the episode count to delve into those stories. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. But it also goes back to, have you been paying attention to the whole series? Like Danny. Brand's a little bit different because no one thought this shit would ever happen. Mm. At all. Yeah. But... I mean, there's there's other shit too. Like, uh, just so what is he? What's the purpose of him being the three eyed raven? I feel like, uh, I mean, I guess other than the fact that he could be king, like, so he knows, like, the how to rule better. I guess I don't know. That's probably a a better way to phrase that. But I don't know. They're they're just. Jamie's another perfect example. I hate that. Bother me. Like I hate that, and I, I feel like um, so, someone had pointed this out. That like they were like, I think this could have been a really great character arc. But again, it's like where he where he does he does fall back on his old his old crutch of like 
she's the love of my life, blah, blah, blah. Instead of, instead of him finally overcoming the thing, it could have been interesting for him to go back to feeling like, uh, like this is the one and only for me or whatever. But the problem is, is that you don't get that arc. You get him having overcome all that when he, when he sleeps with Brienne or whatever. Not necessarily when that happens, but like he is a changed man at that point. And then he falls back to being in love with Cersei or, or whatever in 15 minutes in that episode. You know what I mean? And maybe not even 15 minutes. And, see, and, that, and that's, that goes back to what I said before. It has to do with, the longe- like you said, the longevity of the episodes. Mm. It's not the fact of what, to me, of what happened. It's how you rushed it. Yeah. Um, because one thing about this show is that... It's a fantasy show based in real life situations. Yeah, more or less. Because these are things like, so he's been gone from her for a while, from mm-hmm. seriously for a while. He comes back to her in last season, mm-hmm. realizes that she's fucking nuts, so because yeah. we are going to fucking die if you don't, don't get together. And he fights for that, but that doesn't mean that he, he just wanted to live. When you really think about it, it goes back to that the the main human instinct of just surviving. Yeah. And he knew if I save it seriously, I'm going to die eventually. Yeah. So I'm going to help, and maybe she, hopefully, she doesn't lie and and, and come down. Well, she lied, of course. Um, I don't think he ever got over her, and then she said she was pregnant, and it made it worse. And because he did have everything for Brienne, because they've been together for so long, and so on and so forth. I think that was inevitable for that to happen. But then with the, with the twist, we're about to go fucking down there. We're about to go. So now that changes things. Mm-hmm. Um, this is human nature. It's human nature. This, I mean, there's things, there's some things that we go back to we don't understand. Some things we do that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. The brand thing, how can, I, how can I put this? Like, I understand, but I can see, I could definitely be bothered by it. Yeah. Just because it did kind of come out of nowhere, other than the fact of if this is a Stark story, like the Skywalker story, mm-hmm. then this is what we have. And so, yeah. since John is not a Stark, well, he is, but he's a Targaryen technically. Yeah, yeah. you only have one last Stark man. Yeah, and mm-hmm. as far yeah. as anybody in the kingdoms to run it, technically, in it, so if if you have the Baratheons and Targaryens. Basically, yeah. and the Baratheons took over because maybe we talked about before how technically, oh no, this was, I think AJ talked about this. Technically, uh, what's the um, Robert's son, Joffrey? Or uh, um, oh, I know what you're talking. Uh, the the guy who fucked Arya. Yeah, he should be Gendry. Gendry and technically should be next in line. Yeah, because they took over the throne. So fuck the Targaryens. Yeah, you know, really, I mean, you just have dra- you have dragons. Fuck you. You know, <laughs> nobody would have gave a fuck. But they yeah. knew. Well, she now she has dragons. We need to fucking you yeah. know come in line. But so Gendry really should have been next in line. So if he says he doesn't want it or whatever the case may be, this who's only the next highest ranking person in the Seven Kingdoms. As far as what house would it be? So if you look at it in that that aspect, it may be Bran. Yeah. Especially yeah. if John says I don't want it. Yeah. Um, and his family got ousted. 
Yeah. Technically. Yeah. So in that aspect, I could, I, I could understand. I'm trying to make this make sense. Yeah. Other yeah. than the fact that he's a three eye raven and everything happened for a reason. Him yeah. falling out the window. Him you no know, finding. Mm-hmm. Him being touched by the you no know, um, by the. Uh, Liking, yeah. you know, all this may just been the, the, the and for him basically to, in a way, get them together because the whole family was thinking he was dead. Yeah. So when they found him, they had no clue about everything that he had gone through. Because don't get me wrong, Sansa had gone through some shit. Oh yeah. She had gone through some shit. I think she had gone through it the worst. I um, think so too. Yeah. But as far as everything that he had to see. And he had to endure, like, yeah, you got raped and shit. Don't get me wrong. That's, I'm not downplaying that. But he's getting chased by white walkers. And he can't walk. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, it, and I, I, it's one of those things where the best person left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is yeah. This, the best person left. And I think that's what it kind of came down to. I think that's what Tyrion was trying to say is that Obviously, lineage doesn't fucking make a difference because these fucking nutcases have not done a good job, or they weren't strong enough to do it. Mm-hmm. In um, what you call it, who killed himself? Yeah. Um, in the case, so I think it just came down to basically the best person left. They can. Yeah. You know, um, Tyrion couldn't do it. They weren't going to give it to him. Yeah. No. They no. weren't going to give it to him. Um, and then plus. With all the history of, of the Lannisters in general, of all the shit they had done, they probably definitely wouldn't give it to him because the house would probably been, you yeah. know, you know, blacklisted. But um, I don't really have a problem with it. I just have a problem with how they rush things. I have a problem yeah. with Euron coming in at the end. That shit was stupid. Yeah, I hated I, that part. Yeah. Um, Euron is a pretty big part of the books from what they I understand. They really big. Like, all the way through. So... The fact that he just got brought in in the last couple of seasons is really... I don't like... Because he can't, he didn't come in until season six. Or, or, you give him his these last three seasons, and you do something with him. Yeah, yeah. And you don't do anything with him. Yeah, they didn't do anything with him. And I could, I could definitely see people being disappointed in how season eight transpired. Because mm-hmm. you could, you could take bits and pieces of each episode and say, all right, I like this. I don't like that. This like the like the uh, uh, King's Landing fucking disaster that's when Euron came in everything about the episode was straight except for that to me yeah I feel like okay. that cause even when Cersei and, and, and Jamie together you know you're gonna die together and you're gonna get crushed mm-hmm. together fine you're gonna be together but you're gonna get crushed by being together so yeah. fuck all three of you because the babies you may be pregnant, you know. So yes, you do. But you you see yeah. what again? Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, you got back with them, but you got crushed. You didn't yeah. get away. You got crushed. So I really like the the sim, not necessarily symbolism, but I really like the, the poetic nature of the fact that they came into the world together because they're twins or whatever, and they went out together. Yeah, I really like that. Um, yeah, but it was rushed. It, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's I, the, just the so biggest rushed. problem I think with season eight and and season seven um, is that they they did felt rushed. Like you said, within like, ten episodes. The, I mean, Martin George Railroad Martin, uh, he said that um, when he said and oh, like when he's had his piece said and it's all said and done with the books. He felt like they they would have needed ten seasons yeah. to to finish it all up. So 
if if that's the case, right? They cut out two seasons short, and then the last two seasons were a total of what was was season seven eight episodes or seven? I want to say it was eight. It definitely wasn't seven because okay. we heard six. We were like, "What?" The fuck? Okay, so so it was six and eight. So that's what that's six episodes that we're missing out on. So. 24 or 26 total episodes that we're missing out. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it it does feel very rushed. And I I have a very big problem with the people who are super pissy and are like signing petitions saying like... You're right. It did have seven episodes. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. So, in that case, it's missing out on 27 episodes. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I... I even with its flaws, I feel like this season was completely fine. It's far from the worst season. I mean, I think this... I, I really think that probably season five is the worst. Maybe even season two. I know a lot of people like season two. I fucking hate it. I think it's so boring. Um, but... Uh, Oh, that's one with Blackwater and... Yeah, I, I like the Battle of Blackwater. I think that episode's fine, but for the most part, like, there's just... To me, there's nothing going on in Season 2. Like, at all. Season 4 is probably my favorite. I really like Season 4 a lot. And that's because of Oberyn. Oberyn's just a fucking great character. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what was I saying? Oh, I mean, we're, we're missing out on the 27 episodes. So it is, it does feel very truncated for for the ending of the story. But even with that said, it's not bad. Like it's not bad at all. No. And it it just wasn't what people were expecting. And then. I hate that. Like I hate that. Like <coughs> it, you're not entitled to get what the fuck you expect. Period. End of story. Well, you're not entitled for anything, but you're especially not entitled to that. And the fact that you're going to sit here and say like these people didn't know what they're doing. Yeah, the fuck they did. Martin told them. He was like, this is how the story's going to end. He told them the fucking ending. Like, if, you, if you're really going to be that pissy about it, if you're really going to be that mad about it, be mad at Martin. He told them. Straight up. I don't know. Like, I just, there's... You, you, you hit the fucking nail on the head. You're not tired of the shit. And you didn't write any of these fucking stories that you fell in love with. You didn't yeah. help with any of this shit. And so what your ending would have been... Would not have been somebody else's ending. Yeah. So they would have been pissed. Or you would have been pissed. Everybody would have been pissed. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. If you don't like it, don't fucking watch it. Yeah, yeah. No shit. Who gives a fuck? Like, it's a goddamn show. And, <laughs> like, seriously, this is not like, you know, real shit that we yeah. talked about earlier. Like, this is a goddamn show. And on something that you were hoping. But if you had, like I said, if you talk to somebody, they may say, I want Danny to be queen. Oh, well, I want them to get together. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, they're already, you know, doing it in their lineage anyway. Oh, well, I want John to be. Somebody's be pissed. Yeah, somebody's, somebody's going to be pissed. Regardless. You know? Hell. And I think that this really pissed people off because no one expected this. You could, mm-hmm. not, you could not put your finger on it. And that's what I really liked about it is because fuck a prophecy. And that's another thing that the show really told you about, too, is that how many prophecies were there that came true and some didn't? Mm-hmm. You know? Or, you know, they knew some things and they didn't. That goes back to how it is now in real life. That, yeah, you'll hit some things. Some things you'll get. Some things you won't. You know, so, but I, it, it kind of goes back with the Matrix to me. Okay. Remember, she had told him, basically, you were going to do it regardless, you know, and you really, you're not the one, you know. Mm-hmm. 
that made you made that made him basically fucking want to be the one. Yeah. You know, and so some things just need to motivate you, maybe whether it's true or not. Um, I feel like it was rushed. I feel like the situation with Cersei, a lot of people had a problem with her, like just standing over there watching. Yeah, I didn't. I, they didn't use utilize her right in season eight. I don't feel like like because that's literally all she did is just kind of stand there. She didn't talk almost at all. Like I don't. I felt like Cersei's a much smarter character than that. But I don't know. Well, I, I think that I, I agree with you. They misused her for the season. Yeah. I really think they misused her for the episode. But I will say this. She was never a fighter. Yeah, no. And she was always someone who let them do it. And once the place started burning down and there's nothing she could have done, I think that she started realizing that this is over. Yeah. Everything I dreamed of is basically over. Um, and I think she had gone back to that damn fucking prophecy. Yeah. I think that she was thinking about that. Like, this fucking bitch is the one that's going to take you over. Yeah. You know, I won't have any of my kids. I just when I have now, I'm definitely not going to have. I think a lot of things were going through her mind. Mm-hmm. And because, think about it. If this is supposed to be kind of like a real-life situation, if you were that person, what would you do? Yeah. Think about it. He had to get her out. He's like, come on, let's go. We got to yeah. go. Um, so... I just think that in her character, for everything that she felt like she had done, they were doing it for her, but it was not good enough, and that fucking prophecy was coming true. Yeah. So, but I still feel like they misused her. I feel like yeah. they can, she could have more, she definitely should have more screen time. I agree. Um, sort of like Danny. Well, I guess that was a twist, too, because it would have been so cliche to kill her at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that last episode. Um, the way it was written, mm-hmm. I still, I still felt like it was a little rushed. Um, like it broke it out up in two episodes, and then yeah. you could killed her the episode before, mm-hmm. and you could dealt with everything else that last episode. Yeah, I yeah. would have been okay with. I'm okay with it in general, but I could definitely understood it if they had gone that route. Um, I really wish they had you still see more. I really do. I think this was her fucking Emmy year. Mm, yeah. I really do. And I think that she, it got squandered. Yeah. I think everybody's chances got squandered. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, because this is, it, look, as much as I love the show, if this shit wins show of the year, I mean, best show. Yeah. I won't agree. I don't think there's any episode that another show's episode would have been better than. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I mean, I don't watch a whole lot of TV, like traditional TV anymore. Like, I watch HBO, Netflix, and Hulu stuff. But I agree. Which like, will I, all go against them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't know. As of, as of right now, I don't know something that could beat it. But I also know that they're, like, of, of stuff that I've seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I also think... There's something out there that could beat it. You well, know what I mean? You know, they, like, Handmaid Sale comes out in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That one two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, but, uh, let me put it like this then. Whatever it goes against, when I watch those episodes, those episodes, at least two of those episodes should be better than Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Or any of the ones they pick from this year. Yeah, because I, I can't think of a single episode this season that is a true. Like masterpiece, or just yeah, like exactly. damn, this is damn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas, like before, I I'd be like, yeah, okay, I see it for sure. Like, and, and 
Yeah. So I'm cool. People who fucking could. I would say something crass or not, but these fucking people who want to boycott shit, you didn't help write anything. Yeah, get the fuck over yourself. Yeah, get the fuck over yourself. How about you write a fucking show so we can fucking watch yeah, it and critique exactly. that shit? Yeah, I'll critique the fuck out of your shit. How about that, buddy? But <laughs> anyway, um, All yeah, right. that's it. So uh, do some rapid fire topics and All we'll, right. we'll get going. So I only wrote down a couple of these, uh, but. So, Harrison Ford says no one can play Indiana Jones after him. All right. Okay. Yeah. I Like, I, I'm i a big proponent of do new stuff. I don't necessarily see it, need to see fucking 18 different iterations of Indiana Jones. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm done. Like, let him ride it out, and I'm fine. I, I am absolutely okay with not having anybody else. Yeah. You know, you did with Son like you did another one. All right, whatever. You mm-hmm. have your father, cool. But and you know this is a different situation than like James Bond, where you change character, change actors. Yeah, yeah that's different. Um, he's never changed at all, and, and that's why I kind of felt some type of way about the solo movie. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Like even Orlando, excuse me, you see him in a couple movies. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. That's it. As you could that have been different, but solo, uh, you fucking see him die. I mean, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. like he, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Sonic movie got delayed. Don't care. Of course but, it does. But that it shit got crazy. delayed. I, I, this is something that I think is interesting uh, to pair kind of alongside the Game of Thrones thing. Uh huh. People getting upset because of the way Sonic looked. Just let them like it's a fucking movie. And, and it's again, it's not yours. Like me and Kayla. Well, me and Kayla kind of talked about this once where we uh, were talking about. Uh, Something about video games, but you, like the the fact of the matter is, like when you play a video game, like if you're saying I, I play Mario, you don't say I'm playing my game Mario <laughs> because it's not your fucking game. It's Nintendo's game, and they're allowing you to play it. So Sonic is their movie. Let them make their fucking movie, and if you don't like it, fuck you. You don't like you don't have to watch it. Um, you don't have to watch it. You don't have to watch it. <sighs> I don't like the music. I don't like this. Like, God damn. Like, just... Fuck. <laughs> one, one thing that the internet has done that I hate is it's given uh, power to the voices of people who probably don't need to be fucking heard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... I hate to say that considering we're doing a podcast and who the <laughs> fuck are we, but... I, I think that is definitely the case, that we have a lot of people who... Or you know, once they have a platform, they could just say what they want. And do, do I think some people have points? Yeah, like yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. But when you start saying things like, "I don't like this," change it. Nah. No. Mm-mm. No. Because then there's no then the person that does it loses their creativity. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, fucking uh, people. Yeah. Fucking people. Did you see the new Terminator poster with good old Linda Hamilton in it? I did, and uh, dude that plays uh, um, uh, Ghost Rider on uh, Agents of Shield. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, all right. Do you, do you, you gonna go? You wanna go this again? We can go over James Cameron again. James Cameron, I'm over James Cameron. I'm I've been over James, James Cameron. Cameron since T2, and um, yeah, I'll give you that. So. I don't care. But this is what they did say, and this is what I do like 
and what may make me want to watch it. It is going to be after T2. Everything else doesn't matter. Good. Okay. So it may be good. I'm it may that. be good. So, um, so anyway. Yeah. Uh, so there were some details that leaked that uh, fucking in the Winter Soldier is set after Endgame. That's cool, but at the same time, so it's not Falcon anymore. It's Captain America now. Yeah. So why the fuck did you name your show Falcon and Winter Soldier? Like maybe you're gonna change it. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah, had they to, probably will. Maybe yeah. you had to do that just to yeah yeah to say to to not give anything away. But yeah, I, I'm a, I'm alright with I that. I thought the same shit. Like this doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, John Wick Four got announced. Ed, did you see how Water. it got announced? Let's take it. She's not here. Um, how? Uh, so Lionsgate like texted fans. They texted fans. They're like, "Oh yeah, so it's coming out in 2021." Like the fuck. <laughs> so I had to start watching two the other night, and I fucking got only like, I think I only have 30 minutes left. Yeah. Maybe 30 minutes left. Yeah. And I have to I had to cut it off. Um, some stuff was going on. Um, it shut off on me technically. That's what actually what happened. So I need to finish that. What I saw that actually was she was awesome. Dude, yeah, two's good. They said three is the best. Yeah. It's just fucking crazy to me, but I'm excited. Uh, I like those movies a lot. And I like that's a, see that's an action movie I can deal with because the plot is very simple. And oh, you're fucking very people simple. up. <laughs> you're fucking people up. That's cool. Like you shouldn't kill my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <Very> simple. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Game of Thrones finale hit record high in ratings. I'm not surprised. But not surprised at all. I'm not surprised. Even with the the thing that's funny to me is like even with the backlash, backlash is like it was the series high. Like you, you people don't fucking care that much if you, if you watch it like that. I, like what I tell you before, people were just hoping. Like okay, we got to give it. This last episode has to be the one. This has to be the shit right here. I think they were just hoping. Hmm. So, because think about it, you're gonna have to watch the fuck it eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, the last thing is, um, there was some stuff that got announced for D and D. I know this is something that you don't really know too much about, but uh, do you remember Baldur's Gate? Yeah. Yeah. So a new campaign book is coming that's set in the the same like timeline as Baldur's Gate and stuff, All which right. is really fucking cool. Uh, and then there was also a um, a new kind of starter kit that was announced that will basically because what the way it works right now is basically you have to have like your game master and then you have to have a group of players to play um but it has new mechanics that will allow one person like one dungeon master or game master or whatever and one player which is really cool i thought that was fucking cool but so i heard this game could last literally like days yeah yeah you could sit down I mean, if you wanted to be, like, real technical about it, like, the the campaign for the Critical Role stuff, uh, they've been going... They, they meet weekly, and they meet for about four hours uh, a session or whatever, and it's been going on for over a year, almost a year and a half now at this point. So... All right. I mean, I can't <laughs> yeah. talk shit. I played a video game for 132 yeah, of them, right. so I can't talk shit. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's uh, that's all the shit that I had for rapid fire. Do you got anything? No, man. Um, oh, I'll bring this up. This is kind of crazy. So, Little Nas X, the song that's number one on oh, Billboard okay. for like yeah, the yeah. last ten weeks or whatever. Yeah. 
you know, Wrangler decided that they were going to do a, like a joint venture with him. Uh-huh. And people said that um, they're not going to stop um, buying Wrangler because he's not country enough. I'm, I'm going to leave it like that. Did you make that shit up, Dude, right? I'm going to leave that Is shit that right there. Is that for real? I'm, I'm dead ass serious. I'm uh. dead ass serious. Like, the first of all, and, and we don't really talk about music that much. It's really crazy because we yeah, fucking... Yeah. Anyway, um, so this song literally has been number one for like 10 weeks. But this is the the original part of the song. Uh-huh. Part of the, the situation is that he went number one on the fucking country singles chart. And they took him off. <laughs> Tell me that's not some fucking shit. I'm not gonna say anything else. That's, that's, I'm that's, not say anything that's else. a little fucked up, honestly. So, but, uh, anyway, anyway, fuck people again. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unfucking believable. Uh, well, well. Anyway, so I guess last segment, uh, pick of the week. Um, this is the segment where we basically take a piece of media and then recommend you to watch, listen, play, whatever it is. Uh, you want to go first? No, I want you to go first. Okay. Um, all right. So I had it in my notes over here. All right, I'll go first. I have it, but you okay. know, generally you go first. So I was gonna let you go, but I tell you. So my sister Alicia has some friends in Columbus. I plug real cool, coolest lane. Mm-hmm. Long last time, um, Columbus, Georgia has some talent, and if you're not there, you won't know. Mm-hmm. Like, like for real, um, she was part of this group called Monster Music. Like, she was like a, um, like a hype man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had some nasty shit. But when you're in a small market, it's kind of hard for you to be seen, especially if, if you have, if you're not sounding like Alana, because mm-hmm. that's what people would assume is that they're gonna sound like Alana, and it doesn't sound like Alana. Not, not, not like what we think of it. Um, so there's a. Um, Lady named C Sam, you spell her name C I, and then S A M. This is the thing. This is the problem. Like with like like with uh, like mainstream media mm-hmm. and mainstream shit is that when you when you think of like women rappers, female rappers, you know you always gonna go to these fucking Cardi B's and shit like that. Blah blah yeah. blah. You know, um, there's people who can rap and write their own shit and talk about shit, and she's one of them. Like, you know, she's, she's what's up. And like I said, you, you could probably, well, like I said, there's people who could rap with a female. Columbus has some talent. She's one of them. Um, you can find her on YouTube. Um, yeah, just look at her videos, hype her up. And this dude named Jones Geech, J-O-N-E-S-G-E-E-C-H. He just dropped a new project. This cat, they're um, all from, like I said, from Columbus. Um that's more of your, your your grimy kind of rap, but it's like it's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. that that beat is nasty, and he raps. He could rap like that, but very multi-dimensional. Like these these people are what's up. So I try to plug these people because nobody's ever going to listen to them unless mm. you know they get an opportunity. Um, but they're nice, and you know I like. I was talking to a, a cat the other day. Um, I like this shit that's out. No, yeah. no, I like music. Mm-hmm. You know, so if it sounds good, if the beats are, beats are straight, I like it. But I'm a lyrics guy. So, like, if you ask me, like, who's the best rapper and all this shit, like, I'm not going to say no shit like Migos. Like, I'm, I'm, and I'm not dissing them because I like 
like culture one like that shit was I think that shit was awesome mm. but in general they're not like a a Kendrick or a Cole and I'm talking about like these new cats I'm not talking about old cats like Jay and Andre 3000 yeah. and I'm talking about new cats um, there's, there's people who rap like rap for real mm. and nobody wants to listen to that shit really and it's a damn shame because oh yeah yeah I feel you but listen to these people I'm telling you you have a whole new perspective on on rap and and just what you think southern rap is um it's not just this other shit you know everybody does a fucking do drugs and fucking hold people up you know what I'm saying like it's not yeah. like that for real yeah. so your turn okay uh well speaking of that um as a side as a side suggestion to yours this is uh, this is a guy or a, a duo that um, has been around for a while, and they're they make records like real like they're financed and shit like that. Uh, well, I mean they kind of made themselves, but you know whatever. Atmosphere. They talk about real shit all the fucking time, um. and it's not necessarily like fucking you know gangster rap you know what I'm saying like they talk about like real shit like fucking not being able to fuck your wife because you have kids you know what I'm saying <laughs> like like I mean they 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 bring up a lot of really good uh, like tr- I don't want to say true stories but like like real but, shit yeah real shit you know like I mean? everyday real shit yeah, yeah. I, I fucking love atmosphere um, but the yeah yeah the uh, the thing that I was going to plug, I can't believe I fucking forgot this, but it, you're going to fucking laugh, man. It's the new album from Carly Rae Jepsen. You know, when JT told me <laughs> that she should definitely have been nominated for Song of the Year, remember that year? When yeah, she got, for it, Call Me Maybe. Yeah. yeah. He said, I'm telling you, he said, this is definitely like a great, this is definitely a record of the year song. And so I started listening to it and I said, you know what? It's not a bad song. It's yeah. not a bad song. And I listened to her album. It wasn't bad. Like, it. It really wasn't bad. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it wasn't bad. So I'll listen to it. I don't like pop like that. I, like yeah. I, don't, I don't like like I mean, uh, if you want to classify Nicki Minaj as pop, I don't like that shit. Uh, I don't. I don't really care for Beyonce. If I'm being honest, like uh, there's very few pop things that I like. I like JT. Like, but JT's more like R and B and soul almost than he is pop. You know what I mean? But um, like as a pure pop record, man. I, she's the queen, in my opinion. Hmm. I, I don't think that there's anybody out there currently that could dethrone her. Like, Emotion, which is the album that she released after that, Call Me Maybe, mm-hmm. that shit's fucking dope. I yeah. love that shit. It's, it's that, good. that wasn't bad. That and wasn't bad. This one's good, too. I don't think it's as good as that one, but... You know, I don't... I like it. Talk about Beyonce. Like, I don't... I like Beyonce, but I don't like Beyonce. Yeah. I, like, I don't think Beyonce is the best singer in the world. Mm-hmm. I like some of her songs, and I like yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, But that Carter's album, that shit's underrated. That was the best album of the year. I can't believe they didn't even nominate that shit for the album of the year. It got Which best. One? The Carters, her and Jay-Z. Oh. Uh, um, um, I forgot that they had even done that. That shit <laughs> is amazing. Amazing. I'm not even lying to you. Anyway, um, but no, if if I never have to hear her sing, I'm good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's it, man. Dude. We, we done. We um, are done. So, uh, I guess, is there... I, I'll go first this week um, with plugs. Uh, go check out the YouTube channel, Culture Bop. Uh, that's where these podcasts are going up uh, alongside you know Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all that shit. 
Um, but I got some videos over there. I got another, like I've got several in the works that I've either got like scripts fully written for, or like I've got voiceover work produced for, like all kinds of shit. So they're coming down the pipeline. Um, you can check me out over at Twitter at the underscore bebopman. That's b e b o p m a n. Um, or you can check out the the channel's Twitter. There's not much going on over there. Basically, just tweet out when projects come out. Um, I think that's it. Man, you you're doing more than me. <laughs> I am Corey Aurelius, C O R Y O R A L E U S, on Twitter. I am I am Limelight. I am A M. Wait, I am I A M L I M E. L I T E on Instagram. I'm an yeah, idiot. Yeah. So, Same. Um, so, but yeah, man, um, check out his videos. I'll watch the Oscar one. I like that one. Yeah. The next uh, one coming up is the, about that metal band I told you about, Zeal and Arter. Okay. How they changed my opinion on metal. And then I've got some other shit coming about Scooby Doo and. Uh, What's everybody doing? And horror movies and all kinds of shit. So. Well, um,. Keep us posting them, and we will have one for you guys very soon. Oh yeah, we got we got some shit in the work. For yeah, we got the some two of us. real shit. Like, so. I mean, this is real shit, but like something yeah. that we really, really want to talk about, mm. and um, a couple things. Yeah, yeah, because the Oscar thing really had me thinking about things. Um, that would be a good conversation, anyway. But yeah, check Josh out. Definitely, Bebop Man, Culture Bop. Yes, sir. And we will see you guys another time. Yes, sir. Be easy. Take it easy.